0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells, and week 13 is in the books. And if you listened to last week's episode, you knew I was away on vacation, so I was supposed to be traveling that Sunday. And unfortunately, flight ended up getting canceled. Uh, but luckily for me, I thought that that meant oh, I'm going to get to go back, uh, go back to the hotel watch the Niners-Dolphins game, it'll be good, and fuck, I was disappointed, that was a very, very bad day, very long day, uh, but we'll get into the recap uh, pretty soon, uh, this week on, I have Cam, of course, because he is the resident Niners fan here, and just to up my spirits a little bit, Chu is on after, I mean, all year he's been saying that the Pats are going to beat the Bills, the Pats are going to beat the Bills, and... They weren't even close, so we'll talk to him. Should be fun. We're also going to do the three-way pick-em again. Uh, But, yeah, let's get to the Week 13 recap with Cam and Chu. Well, I'd now like to welcome... Oh, what happened to... There he is. (laughs) Well, I guess there they are. Uh, Cam, Chu, nice to have you both on. Cam, I'll start with you. Uh, I guess a very good weekend for you uh all things considered so fuck you but
1: pretty good weekend i should say so <sighs>
0: yeah and true i'm happy you're on because at least me being sad you should also be pretty sad because you've been saying pats are gonna beat the bills all year pats are gonna beat the bills all year and what happens the it's not even fucking close
2: it's a rough one man uh josh allen decides he wants to play his best games against us recently so
0: now okay yeah i mean time. He just plays like Josh Allen. I think that's all you can say, but we'll get to that game pretty quickly. But as always, we'll start with the game that we all watched yesterday on Monday night. Uh, Buck 17, Saints 16, Tom Brady found a way to win this game at the very end, vintage Tom Brady drive. But both these, both of these teams suck. Both of these teams shouldn't have even a chance of making the playoffs and somehow they do. But th- this, yeah, this was a nothing game.
2: Yeah, I disagree. I think the, the Tampa would be my favorite to come out of the NFC after the Jimmy Garoppolo injury. Um, I just think if you look at the matchups in the playoffs in the playoffs, I don't see Kirk Cousins beating Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't see Jalen Hurts maybe, but the thing with Philly is Philly can get exposed when they play against a quarterback like Brady because because when they get in these when they get in these close low scoring games. They look beatable. They looked beatable against the Colts. Um, I mean, they lost against the Commanders. So I think Tampa's got the defense. They just got to figure it out on offense. They got they got to get a spark somewhere.
0: Well, that's one thing. And we've right been now. saying, oh, they have to figure it out on offense. We're mm-hmm. now 13 weeks in, and they haven't figured it out on offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, Cam, you've been saying this. It's Brady, it's Rodgers, and Russ. They all have coaches that they're all – I mean, all of their coaches are kind of idiots. They have full control and it's not going well for them.
1: Um, With Brady Rogers and Russ right now, it seems like the quarterbacks have more influence and power on their teams than the coaches do. And we've seen throughout NFL history, that's not a good recipe for success. The hierarchy needs to be there for a reason. And it seems like it's lacking right now in Tampa. Um, With that said, Outside of, like, Philly, I think Tampa's probably got about the same chance as Dallas is coming out of the NFC right now.
0: And, like, that's – I do – I think the big concern on that Bucks offense is the Bucks offensive line, especially with worths out. Like, teams with good pass rushes like the Niners, like the Cowboys, it would be harder for the Bucs, but you can never discount Tom Brady. Uh, let's talk about the Saints a little bit here. Actually, I mean, there really isn't much to talk about. The Saints should have won this game. I don't know why Mark Ingram ran it out of bounds when he clearly had a chance for the first. And, I mean, you don't run out of bounds anyways. But boring, boring game from the Saints' side. Chris Olave is amazing, other than that.
2: Yeah. The Saints also it's, match up really well defensively uh, against the Bucks. Um, yeah. They can get to the quarterback with four. And that's just, that's just what you got to do when you play against Tampa yeah so I mean the defense did pretty much what what they wanted to do the whole night until four minutes left in the game and I mean when you score 16 points it's just not enough as an offense and you gotta you gotta you gotta pick up that defense when they're playing well and you got to put Tom Brady away before he can come back and yeah Mark ingram running out of bounds was really really an odd decision especially because he's a veteran player um also, Taysom Hill, I thought, could have caught that third and 17 pass from uh, from uh, Dalton. That was a really good throw. Yeah, yeah, had and, a chance um, at him. Sure. Yeah, it was a good play by the safety, though, for sure. So, I mean, the Saints, <coughs> not a great team. Um, pretty much, I thought it would have been – it wouldn't have been close. I thought Tampa was pretty was going to run away with the game, but it didn't happen. Um, congrats to New Orleans on playing hard, but they don't have a first-round pick, and they're going to go – They're gonna miss the playoffs pretty badly, so not a great season for them.
0: No, yeah, the future the future looks terrible for the Saints right now. uh, Yeah, especially without that first round pick. But let's jump all the way back to that. Oh, you had something else?
1: uh, Just real quick, I was just gonna say. I know they don't have their first round pick. I think the Saints just need to fully embrace that tank next year. Yeah, and go for their quarterback because you know we've been saying oh they're you know hurt financially with from Drew Brees and all this stuff. Drew Brees has been gone like five years. Like at what point does that stop being an excuse and it's just not a well-run team without Peyton and a legit quarterback there anymore. Yeah.
2: Mm. They they just kept pushing all their money back. They kept, kept, they kept pushing it back, pushing it back, making it a problem for next year. And then now you're seeing what happened. But another thing I'd like to throw in is the year Tampa won the Super Bowl at this point, they were seven and five. They are six (laughs) and six right now. So, so they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying it's close. Right. And they're (laughs) going to host a game. They're going to host a game this year instead of going on the road three times.
1: I took Tampa on that fucking Super Bowl booster. So I've got 50 bucks on them to win the Super Bowl. That'd be great for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I put my 50 on the Eagles, so I'm liking that right now. But let's jump all the way back to that Thursday night game. Uh, Bills 24, Patriots 10. The Bills team, they have a running game, it seems. I it looked good. Singletary keeps doing he's having a really solid season and it looks like James Cook might be finally taking over the backfield from him because he's been phenomenal in the last couple
2: games. Yeah, I think you got to find a complimentary piece to James Cook. I don't think uh, he's a three down back right now, but Singletary and James Cook are doing uh, are doing great together. Josh Allen on third down was very precise with the football and made good decisions is um very impressive on his part, especially against a defense like ours. Um and I, I just thought the offense didn't do enough, the play calling wasn't there, that we had one good decision and it was that, that was putting Marcus Jones in on a screen pass. And then the Bills the Bills I will say one thing. They they could get to the they can get to the quarterback without Von Miller, which was very impressive. I mean Russo Looks very good. He was a great steal at the late in the first round. Yeah. So. Um, and Ed Oliver is fo- Matt, like an, Matt Milano incredible. too. It's great. Yeah. He uh, he can drop back too. So, yeah, their front seven is a very good front seven. Um, they'll be uh they'll be a good team in the playoffs. I think I think as long as Josh Allen can uh, can play the way he did yesterday, they'll they'll stay afloat. So.
0: Yeah. Anything the add cam on the Bills.
2: I mean,
1: they played the way the Bills should be playing.
0: Yeah, I think that's so. fair to say. Like that's that's the Bills' offense that we expect to keep going forward. Okay. I mean,
1: for <clears throat> Pats
0: D because they did only allow twenty-four points. But let's talk about the Pats a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's really like Matt Patricia cannot be your offensive coordinator, your offensive play caller it's, it's just bad. And I don't blame Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones isn't at fault. He's been better since, uh, I think in the last four games, he's actually been very good or not very good, but good statistically given on like what's happening around him. So it's just, I don't know. Maybe I think there's a rumor that Bill O'Brien might be coming from Alabama to potentially be the offensive coordinator. That might not be bad, but well, that, Can't was be always,
2: anymore. that was always what should have happened to begin with because Bill O'Brien, I mean, yeah. he coached Mac at Bama. He's, he's been our OC. When, when McDaniels left, he was our OC. Yeah. Um, like, it makes total sense. He has a good relationship with Belichick, but for some reason, Bill decided to hire his buddy, Patricia, and it's not working out. So. I mean, I thought I thought McDaniel's getting fired was a possibility, and him being right back a year right away the next, like next year, but not not looking like that's gonna happen anymore. So I don't know. I think Bill's got to realize that uh, his professional career and his personal friend group shouldn't mix so much. I mean, he's got his he's got his son calling plays, and he's got his buddy calling plays on offense, so.
0: I mean, at least son calling plays is actually doing well where yeah. Matt Patricia. Yeah. Like that's the thing. I mean, you just, or you said it earlier, but the Pat's lone offensive touchdown was scored by a defensive slash like special teams player. It wasn't even, it was a gadget play at best. So oh. I, it's just bad.
1: Shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's just it, right? Like I like Mac, but at the end of the day, Mac's not going to be the guy that's going to, go out there and make plays by himself he's sort of like what we've been saying a lot of these guys are their system qbs where they need that offensive support around them they need a good coach they need an offensive coordinator and then they can execute at a very high level that's what mac did at bama when they killed everybody he needs that same kind of support in the nfl if they want to have success and uh matt patricia is not going to give him that support not at all not at all
0: Uh, But yeah, the Bills, I mean, after getting shamed, they're now the number one one team in the division, the number one seed in the AFC again, so Bills are back on top. Uh, Now we'll get to the Sunday portion, where I was stuck in an airport, got my flight canceled, and the only game I was really able to watch was the Dolphins game, unfortunately, so I'm relying on you guys for your so-called expertise, (laughs) your limited knowledge, but... Uh yeah, because, yeah I'll let's, tell
2: you I'll tell you how everything happened so like unbiasedly. Oh, <laughs> I won't have any bias whatsoever.
0: I'm 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 so sure, but okay. <laughs> let's start with the uh, Packers Bears game. Packers 28, Bears 19. Christian Watson is. I mean, it looks like Aaron Rodgers found his number one guy. He's been incredible since coming back from his injury.
2: A hundred percent. And we should use I shouldn't talk about this. My last time talking about the Patriots. I don't know why we're not using Taekwon Thorne. Like the Packers are using Christian Watson because he's giving, not as good. They're giving Taequann Thorne got one jet sweep and he took it to the house. And we haven't given him one since. Like, I just don't get it.
0: I, it's like, and that's like, yeah, I guess back to the paths, but it's like, he is a dynamic playmaker. Like he's, Super fast. Like he should just be involved more just for mm. the sake of being involved in an offense that doesn't do anything like for sure. Good. So but,
2: yeah, getting back to the Packers though. Only there were was talking about the innovation. Packers. We're talking about the Packers. I don't think Matt LaFleur is really a problem, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers is really a problem. I just think that yeah. the O line's playing worse and the receivers are not there. Christian Watson's like figuring it out. And then the defense is severely, severely, severely underachieving. With all the players they had, we thought they were going to be the first, the number one, the number two defense in the league, and they're not playing like yeah. that at all. No. Um, I, I just think the Packers, it was just a rough year for them. They, they didn't have the roster. They they were trying to figure out what their identity was early on in the season. Are we going to throw the ball a lot? Are we going to run the ball a lot? turns out the answer was always, you should run the ball a lot, but they, they didn't do it. So, um Hopefully they can uh, they can uh, string some wins together, uh, make their fans feel good for the end of the year. Because, sorry, but it doesn't look like the playoffs happening in Lambo this year. Um, no, but, not at all.
0: Yeah. And like, and like, I I think you hit the nail on the head where it's this entire season they don't have an identity on offense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to be a good team in this league, you have to have at least an idea of what you're doing week to week, how you're going to beat teams and. I don't think they had a game plan week in and week out. Uh,
1: the Bears, though, no I think. Good one anyways. <laughs> no, no. But I oh, think that like, Yeah, go for it. No, all I was going to say was it's just like they had that identity, but the identity was taken the hard way almost, like trying to have Rodgers throw it 40 times a game. Yeah. To nobody where, you know, teams can sit back when they see that that's all you're doing. And stop it because the line wasn't playing well either. not getting robbed as much time as he's used to. It was just all in all not working. And now it seems like they're going to a more balanced game plan. And look at that. They're starting to win some games.
0: Yeah. Uh, The bears on the other hand. So Justin Fields came back. He's obviously playing a little hurt, but he had a good day other than those picks. I mean, he ran the ball well, like he always does. He went 20 for 25 for his passing and i think that's kind of the bears who who cares if you lose games at this point it's all about the development of justin Fields. so he showed something this packers defense i mean it's not lived up to expectations it's still pretty good so bears are just it's it's all about 2023 for the bears and getting a top three pick hopefully
2: and the bears did it right i mean they hit they they drafted the number one quarterback of that that class, so you can't go wrong. I, I love mean, Fields, Moore man. Still exists, come on. I think, I think- Fields is better. I think yeah. personally, I think we're just overlooking that Trevor Lawrence in like fifty percent of the games he plays is wildly inaccurate with the football. Like he he misses on a lot of throws, and every time I watch, it's the same thing. And he he drops some dimes, and he looks good, but i I'd, I'd take fields right now honestly if you if you had to give me the choice i think fields is the, the best guy he's elusive he's gonna he's, he always has that chance to take a 60 yard ride into the to the house like lamar does so i really i'm really a fan of justin fields after this year. yeah
0: i i i think the conversation's re- like very very close i think it's kind of a toss-up of who you'd rather have as a young qb right now i think both of their potentials are through the roof uh Cam, you have anything to add for Bears talk? Because
1: I mean, not really. Uh, like you mm-hmm. said, at the end of the day, these it's all about fields. Um, and I know it might hurt their draft stock a little bit, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't mind see them like you still got to learn how to win in the NFL too. And like this is six straight losses for them. At yeah. what point does you know the morale in the room also start taking a hit? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that. there's not really a right answer here but like you well, said developed fields
0: you ended up cutting out a little bit there i think you got the point across though but uh we'll we'll move on to the next game uh browns 27 texans 14 uh the predator deshaun watson is back uh he was fucking terrible that 27 points scored they he contributed nothing to it which is hilarious of course as soon as Jacoby Brissett is out who was Honestly, he's been having a great season. The defense finally shows up when he's not in the game. So way to go Brown's defense for playing well when you have a Predator as your quarterback. God.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and I thought Deshaun looked rusty. He showed some signs like of the of the Houston Deshaun that we all knew, but I I mean like yeah, like okay.
0: Yeah. Well that's the thing. Like it's been almost two years since he's played. So
2: That pick though was was really bad. There's, there's yeah. no excuse for that. I mean, I don't care how long you you've mi- how much time you've missed. If you're throwing a ball to the robber, just not seeing him, like what's going on here? That's just you being a little silly. But other than that, he looked. Fu- I, th- I think he'll, he'll be fine. Running around, yeah, making plays a little bit. I mean,
1: like you said, after two years of sitting on the bench, or not even on the bench, not even playing at all. He's going to be rusty coming back. It's a new system, new team, all this kind of stuff. You know, he doesn't really deserve the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, you know, give him the rest of the season and we'll see what he looks like to start next year. Get himself back into the rhythm of things.
2: Big game this week. Big, big, big game because if the Cleveland can beat Cincy twice and then now Cleveland's kind of lurking a little bit. If they're 6-7 and with Deshaun 2-0. and I mean yeah. we can start having a little conversation about maybe them playing in January.
0: But I <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I think they'd have to run the table for that to happen. And I mean, could it happen? Sure. I mean the NFL's been all over the place this year, but I think it's doubtful. Uh because the defense isn't going to play like that every game. Because they did play the Texans, and yeah, the Texans, we really don't have to talk about them. They have one good player on offense and it's Damian Pierce. If you don't know,
2: Brandon two? Cooks, oh, Brandon, Brandon
0: cooks. cooks. Brandon Cooks, very underrated. But yeah, it's just they're starting Kyle Allen. I think Kyle Allen is way worse than Davis Mills. Way so worse. I, it's it's but just it's bad. The Texans are looking first overall. They're by far the worst team in the league. We won't talk to them much because why would we? Next game up, oh. another two teams that aren't very good. Uh, Steelers 19, Falcons 16. What the hell happened in this
1: game?
2: Falcons played honestly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can remember like three plays from this game off red zone. So. Like there was, yeah. it was so boring. Well,
0: would- yeah. I mean, like- I know, on, I yeah, I know on Twitter anyways that George Pickens is complaining about his lack of targets for the team. So already, yeah. Huh? Yeah, uh, I mean, he's super talented, and it's just like he should be getting the ball, but it's just. You got to know where you are and where you're at in your career. Like, you should not be demanding anything. This is just not a good team. And he should recognize, like, yeah, me, like, it is what it is at this point.
2: But... Imagine Sky Moore came out and started, I, I need more targets. And he would be like, What? Yeah. Like, you dude, your the coach is Mike Tomlin. He knows what he's doing. Just chill out a little bit. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it is yeah. cool to see yeah. that the Steelers have won two straight, though. Yeah, you know, since TJ Watts come back, they've got a little bit more of a defensive identity, yeah. and uh, I mean, it hasn't been the best competition in the world, but you know,
0: no, wins are wins. Sure they're, and I'm pretty sure they're favorites against the Ravens this weekend too, with Lamar out.
2: Well, yeah, the Ravens yeah. are uh, are the injury bug hit them hard again this year. So
0: again, again, yeah. like like always. But uh, yeah, and then the Falcons like. We're done with Marcus Mariota. Like, I don't care if Desmond Ritter hasn't looked good in practice. It's just, you might as well play him because what's the point of playing Mariota anymore? There's no point.
1: But it's crazy because at the same time, they're only a game back for their division.
2: I, n- none of this division deserves to make the playoffs. They're all I think, terrible. Like, I don't. I think because the Bucks beat um, the Falcons, right? So if Tampa loses their next three games and are six and nine, they will still control their own destiny to make the playoffs. That's such so crazy. It, yeah. Like
0: yeah. this is one of the worst divisions in like years. Yeah. I mean, probably since, or no, it, yeah, I guess it would have been the, uh, the NFC West when the Seahawks made it at seven and nine. Yeah. That was, that was a travesty, but uh, yeah. we'll move on uh, to two teams that, I mean, uh, Commanders, Giants, tie game, 2020, went to overtime, obviously. I'm shocked that these two teams are where they are. And honestly, a tie probably was pretty good for both of them.
1: Did you see that? Uh, that those two guys that missed the parlay because they had over 40 and a half and it would have been like $8,000 <laughs> or something like that. No, that's, that's, <laughs> they that's needed tough. one point in overtime and ended in a tie.
0: Yeah, so, so I was actually able to watch a bit of this game. They had like a restaurant bar thing in the airport in, in, uh, in Antigua, and that was the game that was on, and it was exactly what you would expect to happen. I mean, Taylor Heineke made some great Taylor Heineke throws when he needed to. Daniel Jones is – I mean, Daniel Jones has been pretty damn good this year, but – a tie is exactly what I would picture both of these teams doing. It's fantastic.
2: Daniel Jones is having that Baker Mayfield season that uh, he, Baker had in year three or whatever it was. Um, yeah. When he made the playoffs. It's going to fool yeah. a lot of people.
0: Well, like, and, like that's the thing. I mean, like the Giants are going to have to re-sign him at this point. Yeah. I don't know what his contract would be, but they know he's not the QB of the future, but he's the QB for right now.
2: Yeah. Um, what what I took from this game, though, honestly, is the Commanders. I truly, truly believe, if there was like this dark horse team on either side, I would. When Chase Young comes back, that defense could just be even better. They have three very good receivers. There are running backs are like decent. I mean, the O line's good. Brian
0: Robinson had a very good game. I was impressed by him.
2: As long as Heineke doesn't play any, like, doesn't regress. And keeps playing the way he is, they can shock some teams in, in January. I mean they I can see them going into Philly and doing it. Yeah. I could see them going yeah. into the Niners with Brock Purdy. <laughs> I, I could see it. The commander yeah, I mean, a sleeper.
1: We'll see. I think they got a better chance against a team like Minnesota than yeah. going against like an elite defense. But
2: yeah, no, I, I would pick the Niners personally, but I, I say I wouldn't be shocked if if they could pull it off,
1: yeah. you know. Depends on matchup for sure.
2: And like, and
0: it's really all, all going to come down to Taylor Heineke and what version of him you get that day because some days he looks incredible and other days he looks like the backup quarterback that he really is. If the commanders did have an actual quarterback, they would be the very scary team. Uh, we'll move on to a game that honestly shouldn't have been that close and then it ended up being uh, Seahawks 27, Rams 23. Tell me, tell me what happened. How how did the Rams actually end up getting twenty three points here?
2: To do Adul made it one of the craziest uh, catches and runs of the of the season. Did he? Yeah, he played. He played okay. well, I don't know if he did anything or, other than that, but he's. Uh, hey, I mean, that's two he's two made a couple of plays. The last three weeks. It wasn't yeah. a touchdown, but it was like a really w- nice one handed. Oh,
0: okay.
2: when you ran gotcha. for some yards, but um, yeah, I mean, Cam Akers got two touchdowns, so good for him mm. finally making an appearance. Um, the O line blocked better than uh, it has in the last few weeks. Uh, the Seahawks don't have uh, many uh, many superstars on the front front seven but I mean
1: and I think Kenneth Walker got hurt too. he did yes. yeah you got banged
0: um, up I don't remember seeing that but and yeah like the Seahawks Lockett and DK went off I mean I think the DK when he caught that game-winning touchdown was just pointing and laughing at Ramsey the entire time
2: (laughs) yeah it's it's I feel bad for Ramsey and Donald it's It's... I don't
1: even think Donald played I think he that was like his first missed game in like five years or something like that
2: yeah
0: and I mean I guess we should talk about it since it did just happen uh the Rams did claim Baker Mayfield off waivers. So the Rams are at least going to try to win a couple games in the last two to make that Lions pick worse for
1: them. But it kind of makes me wonder about how banged up Matt Stafford really is. because <clears throat> yeah. He's done for the year, but it's like, are they taking Baker on to give him a chance to maybe play next year for them too?
0: I, I don't mean, know. Baker's definitely going to be in the league next year. And I think him getting in early with the Rams might be beneficial. Cause I know, cause is it like, is it the elbow issue with Matt Stafford? No,
2: he has a concussion.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. The elbow was bugging him all year too. Okay. Yeah, I think
2: they just shut him down.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully. yeah, Cause they
2: were saying, but I mean, it's
0: a pretty good contingency plan if Stafford is going to be maybe hurt and done for his career. Cause he is getting old. So
2: do you think baker mayfield's a good uh, plan no
0: it, i mean it's better than john <laughs> Wolf. so
1: maybe that's that's the big thing yeah they don't have their first yeah. they don't have the assets to move up for a pick no
2: yeah so
0: maybe maybe sean McVay can unlock that i mean that first overall talent that wasn't there at one point uh super doubtful but uh we'll go on to i mean one of the best games of the afternoon chiefs 24 Bengals 27 i picked Bengals money line so i was happy about this but <laughs> Chiefs just can't beat them this that's that's just the story
2: yeah i thought they had they had it in the bag they they, they had they're up by seven they were going down the field all they need is a all they need is a field goal, put them up mm. two scores, and uh, Kelsey got his uh, the football ripped out, and then uh, that's the momentum right there, and then the yeah. Bengals won the game. So, I mean, good for them. Uh, I mean, they kept it close. The defense played well again. Uh, I don't know what it is with the Bengals' defense against the Chiefs, but somehow they just shut them down in the second half. So, um, I mean, they did, they've been doing that to everybody this year, so
1: mm-hmm. good for
2: the Bengals' uh, defense h- hanging in there. Um, it's going to be a tough stretch of games for, Cl- for the Cincy, so these last four games are going to be very important because I believe so. They got the Cleveland, and then they got Tampa, and then they got the New England Patriots. So um, that's an
0: easy win for them, man.
2: So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to see how since he does these next three games. If they could go three and O, then I'll I'll change my tune on the Bengals. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, I I still don't think I still don't think the personnel on defense is there, and I think that the O line against a good front seven will will fold. So. And that that is how you beat Cincy is you need that
0: elite pass rusher type of guy. So it's yeah. when they come against teams, I mean, like the Bills, like the Niners, like the Cowboys. I mean, even I mean, fuck the Patriots with Judon that we match
2: up player. well with the with the Bengals.
0: I and mean, like I mean, I'm also gonna throw in that Dolphins defensive line in there because I think the Jalen like it's it is very good. The rest of the defense, whatever. We'll get to that, but. <laughs> but yeah, the Chiefs—they just don't have that number one edge rusher. Chris Jones is phenomenal in the middle, but they sometimes have him rushing from the edge, and it's just mm-hmm. Frank Clark and a, a young rookie and George Karlaftis just aren't cutting it right now. And Dunlap.
1: And I, I think uh, Frank Clark was hurt. I don't think he played that game either. Not that he's elite, but <clears throat> he's still probably their best guy. So
2: just tough. Uh, okay. I'm having a mind blank. Who did? What did Frank Clark get traded for from Seattle? Do you I think it was just picks. Was it a, just a pick?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't I like I don't maybe a second or something like that. Mm. No, it was for D Ford.
1: No, D Ford went to San Francisco.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, that was a great Did signing. he even
1: get traded or was it a signing?
2: Okay, they let D Ford go. No, they... I think they traded for Franklick. I don't know. I'm just having a mind blank. That's just like either way. I forget what happened. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't, it yeah, doesn't whatever. Really yeah, and... <laughs> no. And yeah, Chiefs on the other side. I mean, Chu, you said it, that Travis Kelsey fumble was the huge momentum breaker in the game. Uh, it was a close game. I mean, the Chiefs are still obviously really, really good. Just wasn't their game. It just – and it happens. So, yeah. Isaiah Pacheco is really great. He's looks like they have a good running back. Him and McKinnon seem like a good tandem.
2: Yeah. Um, it was him, McKinnon, and then they had a Ronald Jones dress but didn't play again. Um, did Melvin Gordon play? No. No. I don't, I don't think so. No. Yeah. no. So they have like five or they have so many running backs.
0: I, I completely forgot that they got Melvin Gordon after he got cut. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, next game up, though, uh, we got the A.J. Brown revenge game. Uh, Titans 10, Eagles 35. And, I mean, do we just want to start with John Robinson getting fired? And, I mean – this has to be because he traded away AJ Brown, and that's it.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, the yeah, timing I, is too obvious.
2: AJ Brown was uh, adamant that he, he had put in the effort to stay in Tennessee as well. So that just ownership. It's it, it's
0: yeah. it's a bad look, and I mean, who knows if Traylon Burks stays healthy? I mean, he really looked good. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Either way, but this week too. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, crap. Yeah, he had, he had the one catch for 25 yards for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But uh, who knows if he stays healthy, if this Titans like team does look good because three of their losses were really close, low scoring games. So if they keep AJ Brown, I mean, they're a win like a win now team with an aging Tannehill. I don't know why they made that move, but it's biting them in the ass.
1: For sure. 100%. And there's yeah. no way it's a coincidence that the GM gets fired after AJ Brown comes back and embarrasses them.
0: Yeah. And yeah, like there was the, uh, there was a video going around on Twitter on draft day of Mike Vrabel, like it's sitting in the war room and the trade gets announced and he gets up from the chair all mad. And it's just, yeah. clearly wasn't told that the trade was happening, clearly wasn't happy about it. And now he's in control of the team, it seems. But let's is that b- what they're talk doing?
2: about doing? I was mm-hmm. just about to ask, is Variable gonna be the GM? Because I was I, I need.
0: Think- but like, he's gonna have his say yeah, now and yeah. who the GM's gonna be. So he's I gonna was, be. That imagined. was the
2: downfall of Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Bill O'Brien was not a bad coach until they gave him the GM. Now yeah. Range,
0: yeah. Yep. You, you can't have a big head, you can't have an ego. You can't, yeah. yeah. You have to listen to other people. But uh, let's talk about the Eagles though. They get Jordan Davis back, and they that run defense is back being phenomenal. They shut down Derrick Henry completely, uh, and Jalen Hurts is probably second in MVP. Number one, I think Pat Mahomes is still the odds-on if, favorite right now. If I, had I think vote, on
1: Fen- I would oh, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, I, I just, think FanDuel would- they had them equal.
0: Okay, that's good to know.
1: Yeah, uh, I think they were like both plus one hundred and fifty or something like that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's going back to the Chiefs-Bengals game, though, but let's talk, like, Joe Burrow did have, like, a really good game, and he's sneaking up into that MVP conversation right now, too.
2: I think Those he's third. Thinkers.
0: He has, but, I mean, if they run the table against these good teams that they come up and he still puts up stats, it could happen. Mm-hmm. So, but right now, yeah, it's Jalen Hurts, I think. Yeah, it, it's close, but...
2: And when yeah, are we gonna he- start talking about Justin Jefferson? For MVP? Yeah. He's not even winning offensive player of the year. That's one of Tyreek. Like, if you took Justin Jefferson off that Vikings offense, what's their record right now? If you take Tyreek off the Dolphins offense, what's our record right now? Better than what the uh it is with the Vikings, I think. I think I think Justin J- Jefferson's just yeah, literally probably. the entire offense.
0: Yeah, you're not. I mean, they do have Dalvin Cook. They do have T.J. Ha. That's it's a good offense. But we'll get, we'll get yeah. to the Vikings when we talk about them. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If the Titans don't make that trade, or if they don't trade them, A.J. Brown, I don't think the Eagles like the Eagles would be in the same position that the Titans are in right now, where I think they'd be battling with the Giants and Eagles for <laughs> one of those wild card spots, probably.
2: Yeah, and but, those two touchdowns that that A.J. Brown caught were dimes Uh,
0: yeah I saw the highlights of those it was yeah yeah, it was nice uh
2: I mean realistically that
1: was probably Philly's most impressive win of the year yes by a mile like blowing out a really good defense like that Mm -hmm. because like that was my one thing with Philly was like yeah they were so good but there wasn't exactly the best opponents that they were knocking off week after week yeah like obviously it's the NFL you still have to show up and play every week but this, like, making such a statement win against a good team, that's – it earned them a lot of respect points for me, for sure. Yeah,
2: they, they absolutely crushed a really good defense this season. So, I impressive. See, I'm not high on the Titans. I think the Titans are, like, complete frauds. Like, they don't – they don't have – They're defense, the exact though,
0: is same team as the Patriots, and you can't tell me otherwise.
2: They're the exact same <laughs> team as the Patriots?
0: They play really good defense. They run the hell out of the ball, and their offense is eh. – the passing offense is man.
2: Have you seen, look at our, look at the secondary that we're throwing out there, and then look at the secondary that Mike Vrabel's throwing out there. But
0: I think that the Titans' front seven is much better than... It's York better
2: than Matt Judon, Josh Uche, and Christian Barmore?
0: I mean... I mean, you got Jeffrey Simmons. I think, yeah, and, and he clears that entire... Like, I think...
2: What? Yeah. He clears <laughs> the leader in... He clears Matt Judon.
0: I think it's close, talent-wise, yeah. I think. Okay, that and
2: then who else after that?
0: Uh, oh, my God, I have to look up, because I know...
2: Oh, you have to look it up.
0: I know that their front seven's really good. They got David Long at linebacker. I think that their linebackers are better than yours.
1: To be honest, too, okay. I'd have to look up the Pats D line if you weren't here.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but... And that's the thing. Like they like Christian Fulton's a really good corner. Kevin Byard. Like I think the secondaries are honestly fairly close. Anyways, it's no. they're the same team. They're the, I'm Fulton. like
2: we have four safeties that are better than everyone after Kevin Byard. Like Devin McCourty, Jabril Peppers, but Kevin Byard Kyle is also Duggar, better Phillips, than all of those. Jack teams. Jones, Jonathan Jones, Marcus Jones.
0: Now you're just naming players, so it's it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but Okay, anyway, we'll move on. I will. On.
1: Real uh, quick, yeah. I will say like it's probably if I had to give the edge, I'd probably give the Pat's a slight edge on the defense, just in terms of talent. I would too. But the but the Titans also have Derrick Henry, so if you're co- comparing like overall team ability, Andre yeah,
2: Stevens is pretty close to that.
1: Nah. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll move on to the next game. uh Jags 14, Lions 40. The Lions were home dogs for this game, and they absolutely kicked the shit out of... This was basically a separating game for the Lions to be like, we belong with the tier of the Giants, Commanders, I'm going to say Patriots, Titans, like those kind of teams where they can win. I don't know. This Lions offense is really fucking good. Like, there's not much more you can say about it.
1: It's fun for sure.
2: Yeah.
0: But
1: Uh, I haven't like they haven't really done it against a playoff team yet.
2: Well they almost you know all their
1: big yeah, almost very,
2: very close.
0: They also almost beat Miami, but
2: Detroit? Again,
0: almost. Still, I they (laughs) score a lot of points. It's the defense that's the
1: issue, but for sure. And but I mean at the end of the day, it's not like Miami's defense is elite. No, not at all. I don't know. Like, don't, they're still good. I just, I don't, like, I wouldn't necessarily be afraid to play them in the playoffs. No, no. I, didn't uh,
0: I mean, well, that's the thing. And the Lions, I mean, the Lions aren't going to make the playoffs. They're also a team that's a year away. I mean, hopefully the Rams keep on losing and they might get a shot at Stroud or Bryce Young, depending on where the chips fall there. But. That would be huge.
2: They've won too many games already. The Rams. Oh, the Rams. I thought you were talking about the Lions.
0: No, yeah. I mean, like, no. Lions doesn't matter. But the Rams <laughs> oh, pick I'm
2: sorry. Yes, I forgot that. Yeah, I totally forgot they had the Rams
0: pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're right, yeah. So, and with the Bears, I think the Bears pick second. And I mean, they have their QB. So it's rather they yeah. trade that pick for a ransom or pick Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. But mm. um, you imagine how
1: much fun Will Anderson and Aiden Hutchinson would be together.
0: That would be. Oh, that would be nuts.
2: How do you pass on that though? Like, if if you're not sure about, let's say, you're not sure about, if again, you're not if I'm getting...
0: on the quarterback, you have to take the defensive guy because, like, the Lions' defense is what needs a ton of help right now. So, Aiden oh, gonna, gonna have to be really good this year, but there needs to be an if, addition piece added.
1: If Stroud or Bryce Young are are available at that pick, they're going to be the pick. They have, but like, the say they pick third, and those two guys go one two. Like I'm not personally I'm not taking Will Levis at three. No. So it's right. like no. not at all. <laughs>
2: I'm not taking Will Levis so, in the third round.
1: <laughs> but that's what I he's probably the third quarterback off the board. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Has funny. Richards is Richardson gonna declare? Do we know that yet? He, he, he
0: Yeah. He declared. But I mean, that guy is just all fucking talent with no ability <sighs> to own it in right now. So We'll, yeah. we'll get to a lot of draft stuff once playoffs come around, probably, because we won't have that many games to talk about. Uh, Jags, on the other hand, they just got completely outplayed. I, mm-hmm. This is a team that's just not there yet
2: at all. Lawrence got that dog, though, came back. I thought his knee was done. I texted my dad. I said, a- Lawrence's <laughs> ACL is done. I was like, yeah. he might miss all of next year, and then he's playing the next drive. God. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, that
1: looked nasty.
2: Yeah, it looked like the Joe Burrow one when Joe I was the just about like to it. Yeah, it was. See, bad. I
0: didn't even know that Lawrence had an injury scare like that, so that's good to know. Oh, yeah,
2: he no, got it was twisted bad.
1: and his cleats stuck. Yeah, yeah, I was. I thought for sure he was done.
0: So, yeah, uh, don't have to talk about the Jags, we'll move on. Jets 22, Vikings 27. I credit to the Jets defense they're they're a very good defense the Vikings are just a better team now I think it just is what it is
2: yeah yeah I uh rewatched actually the condensed game uh, game I don't know I, I I thought it was a cool ending I mean the Jets had a couple uh chances it was close yeah um I think the Mike White hype uh settled it down a little bit I mean a lot of the plays that uh, the big players that they had was just Garrett Wilson going crazy. And then um, they had a big run by uh, their new running back, Mr. Knight. I don't know what his first name is. Bam. But, um, Bam, Bam Knight. Knight. Okay, yes. Yeah. So Knight. he had a big run. Garrett Wilson had a big uh, yard after catch play that he made where he broke a tackle and then yeah. almost took it to the house. Um, yeah, I mean, the Vikings, this is another thing, it's like, is like they play teams so closely all the time. And it's, like, at a certain point, this is going to run out. Yeah, like, like I is, mean, yeah.
0: the record says that they're much better than they are, but <laughs> their track record shows that they aren't one of those top contending teams.
2: Like, if you just look at their last, like, the Patriots, they won, and they, like, they we were in that game till the very end. And then the Jets were in the game until the very end. Yeah. Um it's just it's just i mean the jets and the patriots they don't look like the, the, those two teams are going to be contending to play in in a championship game right now no and if you're playing them close what's going to happen when tom brady comes into town in january what's going to happen when I, when yeah. w- what's going to happen when you play the niners you know in that, in that front Purdy. that front seven's going crazy
0: brock fucking pretty yeah. uh <laughs> Yeah, and I mean just back to the Jets with Mike White. I think Mike White is basically Taylor Heineke. It's he does, he has his moments. He looks pretty good, but he's not he's not the guy. And they need a new quarterback on that roster for next year. But for what this defense has been doing, give them a ton of credit that they're in a playoff or in the hunt for the playoffs at this point right now. Actually, I think they're in a playoff spot right now, aren't they?
2: The Jets. Yeah, yeah the, Jets. the last one. Yeah, the charges so. yeah, yeah. are uh, are are looking are six and six mm-hmm. looking at them.
0: I also just realized I've been reading the games in the wrong order, so that's, that's fine. <laughs> it but, doesn't matter. Uh, no, it really doesn't. So we'll move on to the next game, though. Ah, uh, yeah. Are you ready, Jason? Mm-hmm. No, no. There's still there's one more game. Uh is there? Broncos 9, Ravens 10. There's a reason that you forgot oh. about this game. Uh um, yeah. Lamar goes down. It took a late Tyler Huntley TD to win the game. Um Yeah, the Ravens, I mean we mentioned it briefly, but holy shit, they are just completely hurt on offense. Everyone's banged up. Back-to-back years for them. It's just it's tough tough to be the Ravens right now. That's all you can really say.
2: Tyler Onley is a good backup, though. I thought he played He is a good
0: backup. I like him.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, they have no receivers. I think yep. they have the, probably the worst receiving core in the entire league.
0: And the running um, backs are also bad.
2: Yes, not bad,
0: but just not good.
2: And the O-line is not playing the way it has. And people are, whoever wants to talk shit about Lamar Jackson right now is just out of their goddamn minds. Like, he literally is playing with what Justin Fields is playing with. With what... Yep. Like a lot of these rebuilding teams have just as good offenses as the Ravens right right. now. The only difference is the Ravens have Lamar Jackson, so they're eight and four.
1: Yeah. What do you guys think of uh, Richard Sherman's comments on Lamar? What were I didn't
2: hear I didn't hear his comments. Yeah,
1: he was saying that he's uh, if he was Lamar, he wouldn't come back until he gets a new contract
2: no you can't quit on your on your teammates like that that's
0: and like yeah. that's the thing the Ravens are still in a playoff spot so you can't quit no
2: absolutely oh, yeah. not. I think Sorry, it was more he was in.
1: I think he was trying to say like you know like take the next couple of games to show them how valuable you really are and then say you know
2: but what I to won't make your money
1: yeah imagine <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, oh god ah uh, yeah, the Broncos, though. Um, so I'm going to steal this from part of my take. But if the Broncos had the Saints offense, which is ranked 20th in the NFL, they would be 10 and 2. So that's a below average offense. If the Broncos had the Steelers offense, which is, I think, 28th ranked in the NFL, they'd be 8 and 4. So basically, if the Broncos yeah. didn't have a historically bad offense, they would be a playoff team right now. Like, honestly, the Broncos defense is probably the best in the league, but we don't talk
2: about it because holy
0: fuck is Russell Wilson so bad right now.
2: This, I love this comparison. It's basically the 2013 Broncos team, except Nate Hackett's the coach and Russell Wilson is... You mean 2015. Sorry, 2015. Did I say 2015? Yeah, okay. Because I'm like that. Damn, that 2013 yeah, was yeah, really it's, fucking good. Sorry, 2015 is basically the 2015 team, except they just can't figure out a way to win, win games because they don't have a Hall of Fame. Well, they don't have a top five quarterback all time playing. They just yeah. have Russell Wilson washed up, and I mean, it's literally like it, if you look at the defense is number one in the league. I think almost everywhere, um, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, the Broncos just—they don't make any sense. I don't know what's going on.
0: No, and I mean, Cam, we were talking about it or, like, texting earlier today about it, but it's just, like, Russ can't be this bad. Like, that's one of the steepest, like, drop-offs, like, ever. Like, he's now, like, he's a bottom five quarterback in the league this year, and it's it's hard to believe. I don't know if Hackett is that bad of a coach. Like, but they're I think often literally just historically bad and, like, mind-blowing to me.
1: Well, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier about, uh, like, Tampa this year. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, Hackett is basically a Russell Wilson yes-man. And you can't have that. Like, even with Brady and Rogers, it's not working, Russ isn't in that caliber even on his best day. Close. So it's like, you know, you go and now you say, like, Pete Carroll put Russ in his place. They would run the ball no matter how good Russ was looking. Even when Russ was having those seasons where he was getting MVP votes, people were conquering to win MVP you know Carol was still running the ball 65 percent of the time and saying we're doing things my way you know Russ you've had your year of trying to do things your way and it's been probably the most disappointing year in NFL history so
0: yeah let's go
1: back let's get a coach that can actually take control of this team and let's see if Russ is really that bad
2: And who would even want to go there right now? Because you know you're going to be the scapegoat.
0: Yeah, again, like that's the thing. And like you're going there, and you know that you're stuck with Russell Wilson. So unless you think that you can fix him, he's your quarterback for the foreseeable future, anyways. And your team's going to be handicapped cap wise.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Why would you give that good job? Two hundred and fifty million dollars before he even plays a snap.
0: So uh, bonehead move, bonehead move. We'll move on for the Broncos because it's really just the same talk every week about how historically bad they are. But, it literally
2: is yeah. the same thing. They lose 12-9 to 9 every week. Over and and we're like, what happened?
0: Broncos unders are a mortal lock every single week. But, uh yeah, we'll move on to the game that I don't really want to talk about. But Dolphins 17, Niners 33, uh, Nick Bosa should be the front runner for defensive player of the year right now. He's playing absolutely out of his mind. He ab- dominated Greg Little, that fucking loser. I uh, That last play of the game where Nick Bosa fumbled and Greg Little just s- stared at the ball. But yeah, Niners defense is really good. Fred Warner completely took away the middle of the field. But Brock Purdy is really the story of this game. And no more Jimmy G. I mean, we don't really know. He was out for the season. Now it seems like he might play again, but...
1: Yeah, the new report was is that it's seven to eight weeks if rehab goes well, which will put it right at the divisional slash NFC championship game area. Yeah. A big so, I mean, if... Yeah, if they make it that far. As long as Brock yeah. Purdy doesn't crumble here. No.
0: And, I mean, I give a hell of a lot of credit to Brock Purdy, but, I mean he played a great Jimmy G type of game. Like there was no difference in the offense. Like
1: he did exactly what Kyle Shanahan wanted him to do, which is yeah. what Kyle Shanahan wants from his quarterback.
2: It's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see now that teams are going to game plan for Brock Purdy. What's going to happen? Cause, cause I mean, you can come in, anybody can come in and look good, you know, for a couple halves, you know, so we'll see. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, Kyle Shanahan's record without Jimmy G is if you look at the history, it's not there, right? He doesn't win the game. So, Nope. We're going to have to find out if Brock Purdy is uh, better than Nick Mullins.
1: And I was saying that to Jason earlier, like when you game plan all week for Jimmy G, you know, his habits, you know, his tendencies and all this kind of stuff. And now you're throwing a quarterback that you don't have any game tape on in the NFL. So you don't know, like when he's under pressure, what is his go-to move and all this yeah. kind of stuff. So Boy. it makes it a lot harder. You've got to play him straight up. And then, like I said, Brock Purdy went out, fed off that adrenaline and just crushed it. But
0: well, uh, End of the day, the Dolphins should it just shouldn't have happened. Like it's literally the last pick of the draft did that to you. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough. I mean our defense, I don't couldn't stop the run, couldn't stop the yak plays. We got pressure. Our defense, like again, our defensive line looked good,
1: but it's the rest of it that's mm-hmm. tough. Uh,
0: the score in, one play.
1: In, what? Oh, I was just going to say that one play where I think it was Jalen Phillips got right up in Purdy's face and he still hit Kittle right over the middle, right on the logo. Yeah. I, that was, I think Kyle Shannon said that was his best throw of the day. Yeah.
0: that Yeah. That was nuts. But, and I mean, the score was misleading. It was 23 to 17 with the dolphins driving down the field with the chance to win. And then the fourth and two to, to fourth and two to Mike Gusecki. Almost caught, but, and uh, I saw a, a clip on Twitter, but that batted ball on third and two, that was, mm. Ty- Tyreek was wide open in the middle of the field. And of course, that's mm. the ball down. But yeah, wasn't, it was
1: wasn't, you
0: know, wasn't a good game for the offense. Wasn't a good game for Tua. It was Tua's worst game of the season. Uh, but my big problem with Miami's offense was why aren't we running the ball? I think Mostert got only seven carries. Jeff Wilson only got one carry. And Jeff Wilson's <laughs> been one of the better running backs in the league this year. I just we need to establish a run. We can't always rely on the two of games.
2: What did you just say?
0: Not let's not like top five, but <laughs> Jeff Wilson has been very good this year for his standards. He's so been okay.
1: consistent.
0: He's averaging like, I don't know, 4.8 yards per carry. It's good.
2: Okay.
1: Okay.
0: But I had to make yeah, sure like, we weren't,
2: we weren't talking got, like, I, like we weren't talking like <laughs> Oh, five running back and no, no not, not not a chance. No.
1: <laughs> but no, it's like I was saying to you, Jason, earlier, like two got that big strike play right off the bat, and then I think he missed like his next five or six straight throws. Mm-hmm. So I think McDaniels was just trying to like, you know, get him back in the rhythm, get some easy passes going and all this kind of stuff. And it really took the whole first half for him to really get on track. Yeah. And by that point, you guys were losing. So you kind of had to keep just sticking with the throwing. Yeah. And, and- that's why it makes it really hard to establish the run.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it also didn't help that Waddle was got hurt and out of the game. Mm-hmm. He's on track to play versus the Chargers.
1: He came Just back, to, though. Uh, hmm?
2: Waddle came back. He came back in the end, right?
0: Did he? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was, he was back so in the fourth quarter. I, honestly, I wasn't paying attention <laughs> at that point. But...
2: Yeah, how dare he only have one Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: that's... They almost won the game. It was close. It's just, yeah, the, Eh. the fumble by two or yeah, the fumble at the end that, uh, that literally killed me to watch where fumble right in front of Greg little. And he just looks at the ball, no effort. I mean, obviously he didn't know it was a fumble and he probably thought thought it was a forward pass, but Mm -hmm. the, it just, just that big fat fuck
2: just staring at it.
1: Yeah. But it's also, like I said to you too, Jason, like, you know, yeah, the score made it look a little bit more lopsided than it was. But at the same time, too, you guys only really made one sustained drive the whole game and ended in a field goal.
0: Yeah, which I mean, like, I'm, I'm fine with this loss because we were in the game for 90% of it, essentially. For sure. So I'll take it.
1: Yeah, like two lightning strikes. Touchdowns, and then you—I think time of possession at like the start of the fourth quarter was Niners have more like twenty more minutes with the ball.
0: And then that's part of the like the reason too. It's like that's why you need to establish the run, and that time of possession mm-hmm. battle is so critical. And you guys won the turnover battle too, and that's how you win games. So uh, last game up though is the last game. Up? Pretty nice. Game. God, we're going long. Let's let's speed this up. But uh, Chargers twenty, Raiders twenty-seven. You can't, I mean, the Chargers defense is so fucking bad. Brandon Staley won't be the coach next year. He's 100% out the door. Like, Devontae Adams had 177 yards. Josh Jacobs had like 146 yards rushing. Chargers has got dismantled.
2: The Raiders didn't lose all those close games at the start of the year. They look good right now. Maybe like seven or five.
0: They're the Raiders are like, yeah, like they're a decent team. It's just yeah, they're too them far and the out Lions, of business.
2: Them and the Lions are like the two teams that are below 500 that can compete with all the good teams.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah, I think that's fair, but yeah, and like the Raiders had way higher expectations than the Lions, so yeah, them like being I, together right now isn't the greatest thing for them. I, but I
2: think the the, the Raiders are beating the Chiefs 20 to zero in like week two. And they lost. They were beating the Jags like twenty-one to three in the fourth start of the fourth quarter and they lost. Like imagine they won those two games, they'd be right in it. Yeah. Just can't blow yeah, those leads. True. So
1: Yep. Um, and I mean, yeah. Talk about Man. That. go for it. I was gonna say if I'm the Chargers, I am probably doing every single thing in the world to get Sean Payton to be my coach next year.
2: That would like, would a lot of sense. I, and I think, yeah, think Peyton would
1: be... take it too because he loves living in LA, apparently. Yeah. So it's like, and you get the offense with the superstar quarterback. You get the the weapons. You get all this kind of stuff. Um, if it, the Charges, if it, even if it takes trading your first round pick to the Saints, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, and like I, I think, think they, they kind of have them.
0: to because I don't know who who's coming in as like like who's the next hot young offensive coordinator right now in the league.
2: Not Byron uh-huh. Leftwich.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Well, I mean... I
1: uh, do what you have to do to get him in.
2: There's yeah. always going to be someone that falls into someone's lap and has a, has a good scheme and figures it out. But yeah. it, there's but no, I, there's I no the, locks. There's no locks right now. No, besides-
1: but I think the biggest thing, and I know, Jason, you've kind of said this in a couple of podcasts where you don't think Herbert's like a winner with that kind of mentality and all that. Whereas like, I think Sean Payton can bring a lot of that to the table and kind of really transform the identity of the Charters organization. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many years have they been cursed? And how many years have they just not been that team because they choke in the big moments? Yeah. You bring in an established coach, a Super Bowl winner, super well respected. I think it's a no-brainer. And I if they get Sean Payton, I think the sky's the limit for that team.
2: I can't think off the top of my head the last consistently great team that did not have a consistently all-time great coach. I mean, you look at, like, Steelers, they were great for a while. They had Mike Tomlin, the Ravens were great for a while. They had Harbaugh. I mean, um, when the 49ers had their run, they brought in the other Harbaugh, right? Like, you have to have you have to have to that stability yeah, just, at the top yeah, of the organization yeah. to just yeah. get it, to pump but... it into your players
1: it's not a coincidence where you go, if you go look at the longest 10 year coaches, typically they're going to be the best teams.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So. All
0: right. Well, last game up, uh, no Herbert. Actually, let's talk about that one Herbert throw. Cause that was nuts. The fucking third and 14 dot. Uh, was it Allen in the end zone? It was Allen. Yeah. He made a good yeah. touch too. Yeah. I mean, fucking phenomenal throw, but I mean, that's the social media quarterback. He has the one brilliant play of the game, but still loses to the Raiders. I needed that one shot in there. Sorry. But, but- he
2: had he had <laughs> no time to throw the entire first half. Like, absolutely no time to throw. No, the yeah.
0: Treasury's offensive line is so fucking bad, but yeah. uh, speaking of really, really bad offensive lines, uh, Colts 19, Cowboys 54. This was a scoregami. If you don't know what a scoregami is, this is the first time there was a 54 to 19 score in the game so that's probably the coolest thing that happened in this game because the the colts were the ones to actually finish and kneel out the game instead of the cowboys so that's just how their season's going for them
2: yeah 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 dallas uh, looked shaky at the start um the colts were in it and then uh well well, because what was it it was
0: 21 19 going into the fourth right yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. uh the Colts 30, 30, were winning points, like come on.
2: The Colts were winning in the first half for a little bit. That's nuts. It wasn't uh it wasn't a fifty-four to nineteen game that you would have thought it would have been, you know. No. It was uh yeah. But at
1: and, the end of the day Jeff Saturday got out coached by Mike McCarthy. <laughs> like that can't happen.
2: Well the personnel the personnel that they have on defense against Matt Ryan and that offensive line is is a little bit tough to overcome. If I'm... I also don't
0: think Mike McCarthy does a damn thing on that team. I think it's all <laughs> Kellen Moore and all Dan Quinn. Mike McCarthy's just uh he's just there. Like as soon as they, like like that's the thing. Like the Cowboys might lose both of their coordinators and they're just going to be stuck with Mike McCarthy on the team. So, well, Dan yeah. Quinn's going to get
2: hired. Kellen Dan Moore Quinn's is definitely going to get a
0: job yeah. somewhere next year. Yeah, for sure.
2: Mm -hmm. where that will be i do not know
0: but yeah we we don't yeah i think we're done with that game so let's get to the i do have
2: a question though i do have a question do if you're the chargers and you can't get sean payton do you bring in another defensive coach in dan quinn and secure because you have the personnel on defense and that you just gotta find the offensive coordinator right
0: i don't think you can go with dan quinn just because like He's, like, he is a retread coach. I think he is a good coach, but I think you need – like, I think the Niners going – who's your defensive coordinator, Cameron?
1: It's D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like him a hell of a lot more than Dan Quinn as, like, a next, like, good coach.
1: I think D'Amico's going to be great. Uh, But that being said, I still really like Dan Quinn as an option. Yeah, I mean, both are miles better than Brandon Staley, so – and they both would bring like a different kind of intense thanks daily brings what's yeah. But all right, we're we're ready for
0: the pick'em. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So uh pick'em gonna be a little different this week. Uh so back to the three-way pick'em. Uh oh, who's the oh whatever. Um but yeah, so instead of all picking from different games, the money line dogs are gonna be uh you can pick those. We can't have the same Moneyline dogs, but, I mean, if I want the Lions minus two and a half, I can still take, or one of you can take the Vikings as a Moneyline dog,
1: for an example. Yeah. We can also save our Moneyline dogs for the last round, if you want. No. No?
2: He wants uh, a, money, he wants a money line dog. I mean, like,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't. I, there's not a lot this week. I mean, the board's not that good. So. Fair enough.
1: All I think, right, let's just go for
0: it. Yeah, let's just pick wherever. Uh, as always, uh, donation goes to the Door Youth Center here in Ottawa. Uh, Cameron, I'll start with you. I'm thinking of number between one and three. What is it? Three. No, two. Uno. Yeah, what number pick do you want?
2: It's two two weeks in a row. I hit it. I'll there go you first.
0: Go. Here we go first. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cam, you want second or third? I'll go third. He's going third. Okay. So that means I'm going second here. I'm just going to pause for a second. All right. So yeah, Chu, you can start us off and where are we going?
2: So uh, I'm going with Cleveland plus six. Um, I just think it's a line that um, if you look at recent history and you look at the matchups between Cleveland and Cincinnati, Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney usually have huge nights when they go up against the Cleveland, or sorry, the Cincy O-line. And um, for some reason, um, the corners on uh, Cleveland, Denzel Ward, and then Emerson played really well against Mike Evans, so I expect him to go up against T. Higgins, who's the similar build, similar type of wide receiver. Um, I think I expect him to have some success there. I think as long as they can keep Jamar Chase to a reasonable amount of yardage. Um, they shouldn't do too bad. So I, do I expect the Browns to go out there and win? Maybe not, but I think plus six is a good number for me to take.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this whole game is going to be based on what Deshaun Watson were going to get. Because yeah. uh, it could be, I mean, it, it could be the same as last week. I mean, they didn't put up any points versus the fucking Texans. So mm-hmm. might be tough. I mean, could see it happening. I mean, you did say that Miles Garrett is just, I mean lives in the backfield against the Bengals, so
1: and division always close.
0: Exactly. That's a good point, too, Cam. Uh okay. I'm gonna go next. And I'm going to take Titans minus three and a half versus the Jags. Um I think it's simple. I just think they're a much better team than the Jags. I think that they're gonna be playing a little pissed off me a little energy your GM just got fired uh, I just think they're just a much better team than the Jags they're at home three and a half I think they can do it no problem
2: that one circled too yeah yeah um, I'm going to be honest I would have thought the line was going to be a lot more heavily favored towards the Titans but I mean whenever a team gets blown out Vegas likes to make the line a little bit funky so that they get a lot of people to fall for what happened last week um, I mean, so, yeah. both sides got blown out. That's, that is yeah. true. I, I, yeah, that <laughs> is true. So, yeah, we'll see. I think the Titans should win this game. If they don't, then just uh, proves the point that they are mega, mega frauds. But, yeah, I, I think the Titans should do it.
1: Yeah. All right. Cam, you're up. All right. First pick, I'm going to go with the over in Sunday night football for Miami and Chargers. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think both defenses are not great and both quarterbacks are going to be out there trying to prove that they should have been the pick over each other. So I think we could get some fireworks in that game, especially on prime time. It's a big number, but I think they can hit it. it going to wanna...
0: That number is at 52 and a half. Uh, could happen. I mean, I just hope our defense plays better. It's really stop Austin Eckler from catching the ball. And I think, X will be on Keenan Keenan Allen. I don't know if Mike Williams will be playing, but this is a get-right game for the Dolphins' offense. This should be, I mean, I expect usually
1: easily. I just see a game where both offenses are better than their opposing defenses. Agreed. And it's personal, I think, for the quarterbacks. So yeah. they're both going to be out there with something to prove. Yeah. All right. Well, you're back up again, Cam. Yeah. My second one I'm going to take is going to be the vikings plus two and a half as my dog vikings because i know that the, the, the i like the lions but at the same time the vikings are still a good team and they're at home so i don't think that they should be a home dog against this lion's no, team no, the lions are, are home oh are they yeah the lions are home okay either way i'll still take the vikings here yeah. um Cause I think that eventually the Lions are gonna be due for a letdown spot here after scoring so many points over and over and over again. So give me that. And I don't think that Lions defense is gonna stop the Vikings either. So
0: no. Uh yeah, well I mean, I just I guess I'll just follow it up because I'm looking at the board. I don't like any money line dogs really. So I'm just gonna take the Vikings money line because for all the reasons you exact exactly said. So the Vikings they they should be the better team. This should be a win for them.
1: But I guess yeah. has- I had that circled for my other, uh money line dog too, but yeah, I wanted sure. to make sure that I got my other games in. That's fair.
2: Um since we're going dogs, uh, I'll just take my money line dog too and I'm going to go with Tampa. Um I think Brady coming home, he's going to have to have a good good day for his family. And uh, Brock Purdy experience comes to an end. Todd Bowles uh, blitzes the hell out of him, makes him, makes mistakes, throws a pick six, um, gets Tampa on the board early, and they never look back, so I'm going to go Tampa um, money
1: line. I don't hate it based on your reasoning. Um, to be honest, I am almost wondering if he's actually not going to blitz him as much because Purdy mm-hmm. looked pretty good against the blitz against Miami. I think he'd be better off because Tampa can generate pressure with four, leave as many guys back as you can, and force an unproven passer to pick apart seven guys sitting back there.
2: Yeah. I've just watched so much of Todd Bowles that I feel like he's going to blitz the hell out of him. <laughs> you're not wrong. I hope he does. <laughs> it's just Todd Bowles. Yeah. I hope yeah. he does. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Get those right. screen passes going to Debo and CMC. Yeah. It's it true. won't be Kyle blitzing. Shanahan,
2: <laughs> Kyle Shanahan will have an answer. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Drew, you're back up again.
2: Oh, okay. Um, Well, I was looking at um, the uh, under in the um, Jets, Bills, and I think I'm just going to take it. It's a little lower than I thought, but I'll take it. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game just because I think I like – well, I I know I like both defenses to uh, show up. So, um, yeah, we're going to go under 43.5 or whatever the number is with the Bills and Jets. And uh, hopefully Mike White uh, doesn't play the game that he did um, the first time he was out there against the Bears. So yeah, I'm gonna go under.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've been we've been saying that this Jets defense is very very good. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in the Jets offense also at all. So as long as the Bills offense isn't truly clicking and back into form and really just dismantles this defense, I don't see that happening. But
2: yeah,
0: yeah like I yeah, I think that's I I I do like the under in that the, game.
2: Divisional unders. Can exactly,
0: divisional mm-hmm. What can we say And speaking of a Divisional under I mean we talked about the Broncos Always take those unders This is probably their highest uh, Highest total of the year But under 43 and a half For Chiefs Broncos The Broncos aren't going to score And this Chiefs or this Broncos defense Is really fucking good So I mean as long as Yeah like as long as the Chiefs don't get 35 I'm feeling pretty good
2: yeah, I was a little hesitant because I'm like, ah, oh, the Chiefs, they, they might they might just uh, come out with a little vengeance after the loss, but uh, it's never, never a bad bet to go under in the, in the Broncos game, for sure. For no. Sure.
1: Okay.
2: You are back up, Cam.
1: Board's getting a little thin now. Um, I'll go with my favorite here. And I will take the Seahawks minus four over the Panthers. Um, I just think that the Seahawks are a better team than them. And, you know, it's going to be a big factor if Kenneth Walker plays. I do hope he does. But uh, even regardless, I don't think the Panthers have much to play for at this point. And Seahawks are still in the thick of a really tight division race. Mm -hmm. Especially, like you said, if Brock Purdy isn't the guy. The Seahawks could still very easily win this division. So I think they're going to be showing up to play. And I believe it's in Seattle, right? It it is. It is. Yeah. So I like that. And my under, I will take, I don't love this pick, but given how tight the board is at this point, I'm going to go under in New England and Arizona. Because I think Bill is going to find a way to shut down D Hop and force the rest of the team to do something, and uh, I think he can do that. And then the, the Pats love to run the ball, which kills a lot of clock. So wouldn't be my first choice of a game, but given how limited my options are at this point, yeah, probably my best shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing: the board is getting tight. That
2: that total I'm f- feeling like.
1: Pats Cardinals game. What? I'm feeling like a 24 seventeen win for the Pats there. Something like that.
2: More than likely. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I was gonna go I... minus one and a half if no one took it, but that's uh I mean the unders the unders in the pages game is, is yeah it's been yeah. A, has been a hit.
0: Okay. So I need a dog and I need an over <sighs> let me see. I'm going to go with my over. Ah, fuck, man. There's not many games to pick from, but I'm going to go over over 45 and a half Eagles-Giants. I immediately don't like that pick, but over 45 and a half Eagles-Giants. I think this Eagles offense is rolling this Giants team yeah, like I don't know. I think the Eagles can probably score another 30 on the Giants. I don't think this Giants team is very good. I've been like mm-hmm. they're winning, but yeah. And Daniel Jones can do some fuck shit and score some points. They always seem to do. So let's let's just go with it. Good luck. Yeah. There you
2: go. Is the Raiders game touched yet? Yes. Oh it is. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So the games, the games remaining, we have. So the Bucks Niners game is still there. Uh, no. Cow-
2: I took the money line though. You took the money oh, line. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. The gotcha. so Bucks
0: Niners is still there. Texans yeah. Cowboys Ravens Steelers. Uh Yeah. That's it.
2: Let's go over uh, over on the Raven Sealers then. Thirty seven is a low number. Tyler Huntley. Hopefully, he can do something. I'll just go with I mean, over thirty seven.
1: I ain't playing <laughs> the number.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's the lowest. Oh no, it's the same total as the Box Niners. That's actually, that's I mean for very different reasons, but mm. yeah, they're it, it. It's a low number. Uh, I think that's all we have to say. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a possibility for points when there's two bad teams. Or I guess the Ravens aren't bad, but they're sure. just
2: they're bad right, really
0: now. right now.
2: yeah. Am I up again? Correct. Yes. Hello. Okay. There we go.
0: so Clap back. All uh, right, and Chu, you need your over, or no, you need your fave to finish us off.
2: Yeah. Um, let's see. I will go right. with Cowboys, Texans, is that touched? Start. No? No. Okay, I'm going to take the 17. Let's go. Ooh. Texans are getting blown out.
0: Did that again, that's a massive number, but I mean, given what we saw from the Texans last week, if they still yeah. start Kyle Allen, I mean it, it can happen.
2: <laughs> I know. And the Cowboys, I mean, if they I, I just see I'm just seeing 35 to 10. 35 to 10 in my in my head.
1: Yeah. I could see that.
0: So okay, well, I guess that leaves me with my dog as bucks plus three and a half, which yeah, I mean it's Brock Purdy. I don't. Let's see if he can do it again. Uh this Bucks defense is much better than Miami's. Uh, but Tom Brady's offensive line versus Nick Bosa and that Niners front seven should be tough. So more than a field goal, though, it should be a low-scoring game. So I'm happy I got left with that one. Honestly, could be worse. Yes, definitely. Hey, Cam, and where are you going? You can go anywhere with
1: this pick. So, ah, uh, I was debating. I, yeah, I was <laughs> thinking about Ravens over the Steelers, but I'm not sure about Tyler Huntley. Yeah, so I'm going to say that on Sunday night, Mr. Justin Herbert is going to prove that he. Is the second best quarterback from that draft class, and best. the Chargers are winning outright.
0: Well, I mean, it's the only game you realistically could have gone with at this point. So,
1: and we're going to send the Dolphins into a tailspin. Ooh.
0: Ah, no, there, there's not a chance. There's, there's no <laughs> way. I mean, if the Chargers, I mean,
1: I'm sure I'm going to have Tommy on the podcast next week, but. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tommy said there was no chance that the Chargers were going to lose to Josh McDaniels and the Raider. So, yeah, but I mean, the Chargers are a bad team. Miami, Miami is not a
0: bad team. I am...
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend Tommy here. I was talking to him on Saturday, and he was saying that it was a toss-up game this week. He said, he said Josh Jacobs was going to go crazy. So I'll give him his credit. He did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did
0: he? And yeah, he fucking went off, but. Yeah. All right, well, uh, that'll do it. Thank you both for coming on. Chu, do you still think the Pats make the playoffs?
2: Oh, the yeah. fact that
0: they still have that slight, like oh, – like, yeah. We're I, one
2: game out. is nuts. And we have the tiebreaker over the Jets.
1: I know, yeah.
2: We win this week and the Jets lose and Back in business, we're in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Do you hold the tiebreaker over the Chargers, though?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, because they went in this week, too, so.
2: Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Fuck you. And
0: yeah, Cam, I mean, you have all the bragging rights right now, but let's see what Brock Purdy is. And if not, it could be Josh Johnson for you. So
1: uh Brock Purdy is going to lead us (laughs) to the promised land.
2: Nick Foles type run, huh?
1: Exactly. He
2: just has to get
1: us get us to the playoffs. Honestly. And then Jimmy will come back. I hope that Brock Purdy,
0: like Does have an incredible run because that just proves all my takes about Jimmy G are right. That you just fuck up for that, or Or is is Brock Brock Purdy Purdy superstar? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Brock Purdy, Mister
1: Relevant, the next great Niners QB. Yeah, he's already got the Nick Foles type uh, nickname too. What is? I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, they've been calling him Big Cock Brock. Oh, <laughs> even uh, george kittle right. commented that on his last instagram post oh my god all right well i guess we'll
0: end it with big cock brock so all right see you guys <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: well
0: that'll do it for another episode of the cover zero podcast uh thanks again to cam and chew for both coming on uh yeah this week is a big game sunday night football dolphins chargers uh I guess the big headline going into it is Herbert versus Tua, who made the right pick, uh, let's just be honest, both teams have their guys, I'm obviously t- completely team Tua, you, everyone knows where I stand on Herbert, Matt Stafford type of guy, Jay Cutler type of guy, nothing wrong with that, that's a top 10 QB talent, uh, We'll see. I think this Chargers defense is just so bad. This should be a Dolphins win. This should be a get-right game for the offense. But I guess we'll find out. Hopefully I get to watch uh, watch the game. Because with my job with snow removal, uh, it's clearly who knows. But yeah, until then, until next week, I'll have spills on. But uh, yeah, as always, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.